When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, welcome to the KBJ Aperture Podcast. Kevin's eyes look insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Hello and welcome to the KBJ After the Show Podcast. Happy Friday, bitches. How y'all doing? Oh, good. Doing good. How are you? How are you doing? Enough about... Oh, what about you? How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I uh, do have uh, Nat and Jen. They're uh, not doing as well. They said, uh, so bummed. They said, what the heck is going on? Uh, y'all, what in the world? I was on your website, kbjshow.com, right at 10 a.m. when you said the tickets for next Saturday's live show at the Palm Beach Kennel Club was going to go on sale, and I tried to get two tickets, and they're sold out. I'm not sure if there's a glitch or what is going on, man. Right at 10, it was sold out? He said, uh, right on at 10 and he said, so sad about this. My sister and I have been KBJ Nationers since day one and really wanted to catch y'all. Uh, Cesar sent us a message, and he said, "He said your general mission sold out in three minutes. Three. Actually, he went to, yeah, he said he went on 10.01, and it was gone. So, I don't know. Well, it sucks that nobody came, or nobody uh, I'm sorry. It sucks that <laughs> it sucks wow. that you're in charge of the talking. Wow. It sucks that, that See, this is what you're paying for, folks. <laughs> Everybody's uh, like, we want a refund. Refund start now. Sorry, I was I was having three different thoughts. <laughs> what? It sucks that not everyone can come, but it's cool that we are selling out. As I'm saying, there's two th- <laughs> Shh, just be quiet. No, I can't. It's out of my nature. Let Kevin talk. <laughs> Fuck you. He's in charge. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, wow. How about that, huh? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll look to make sure it's not a glitch. I don't know. If, if it did sell out that fast, thank you guys so much. We do appreciate that. And we, uh, this is a good sign that we'll have a lot more live shows coming up. So definitely, you know, so if you weren't able to get tickets, uh, the fact if they are going to start doing well and selling out, then, Hey, that's the stuff that'll, we want to do these, uh, a lot more and a lot faster. So, uh, hopefully we'll get uh, more out there. If they continue to sell like this, then, uh, we'll do more. We'll, uh, meet the shows with the demand. So pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Nurse Schmidt said, yeah, 1002. My app said they were sold out. Damn. Cool. 1002. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's that name, that nut. I mean, it's bringing them in. You think so, huh? I did see a lot of people saying, holy shit, name that nut, really try- kind of turn. 
the tables for KVJ in a good mm-hmm. way. <laughs> when, that would suck so bad if that bit did become popular. Kevin kind of had to do it. Like he does no name movie. Again. You can't stop Doing right it. after. You can't stop name that nut. I'm just telling you now. It got to the point where there's so many emails. Kev, you got to do name that nut. Well, he couldn't stop name that nut. <laughs> I talk a lot of shit about Name That Nut. I fucking love it. You love it. You're a big fan. We don't stop it till somebody loses an eye, right? Well, it just gets to a point where all, all it really is is just spraying nuts in someone's face. That's really what the game is. It's kind of awesome, though. <laughs> just kind of a signature close it down kind of move. It is. Yeah. That means. And to close, we're going to shoot more nuts into Jaybird's face. You ain't got to go home, but get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Deani said, Broward, please. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, uh, you know, this was just, we were trying to get another one up and going and we are pushing to change the locations and move them around to make it easier for people so that you'll have one within uh, hopefully a 10 minute drive, 15 minutes of wherever you live. So, uh, based on demand, we're going to try to get to every single part of South Florida. And, uh, we just got to keep, uh, prodding and, uh, poking at our sales department to get those places booked and sold. So, uh, that is definitely KBJ's desire, and our communication to them is please move this around, and Broward will likely be the next place. We just need a big venue. So if you have some ideas in Broward or ideas mm. in Boca of a venue that can hold 400, 500 people and serve liquor and beer, it's got to serve alcohol, y'all. Oh, no doubt. And be cool with just this. this. <laughs> they have to... <laughs> Be a little bit more on the renegade side and open to craziness. Because this doesn't really happen anymore, but back in the day, sometimes you'd go do an appearance and you'd go to the place and they never even listened to the show. They had no idea what was going on. And then they end up hating that you were there. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't happen too much anymore, though. (laughs) That That used to suck. We need a room that's private. We need a room that's us and all of our people so we can be stupid with no scraggler witnesses. Exactly. He's talking about like when we used to go to like the casino and do an appearance and there'd be like just random people walking by that didn't understand our nutty brand of humor. And they'd be like, what the fuck is that? I'm talking about the people that would hire you. So what's going on? Who the fuck are you? Why Why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. Why is she spraying nuts in your face? Oh, you can't wear a hat in here. I'm like, motherfucker, it's a pizza hat. (laughs) No one says no to a pizza hat. Yeah, I think a place like the Dania Improv actually might be a good spot. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that area, it's right off of I-95 and that uh, area right there. Now, it's really popping. They've got some really cool stuff right around the Dania Improv. Let's Fun. do it. Yeah, so that might be something. Uh, Crazy Uncle Mike's in Boca Raton might be a, a location to go and check out. Um, there's also a really cool place I love. There's a Tap 42 in Arocos, and there's kind of a stage that's right there. Now, we'd have to do it when the weather's nice. And outside. It is, and that's the only thing is it is outside, and this yeah. is you know, a little bit renegade. We got to do it inside in the heat. Maybe yeah. outside in the winter, we're open to that. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so those are uh, some of the places. Uh, there's a couple places like in uh, Del Rey, Throw Social. We've looked at that uh, right there on the Ave. That's a pretty good location. I'm not sure if the tin roof is big enough. They've got a stage outside, but it uh I'm not sure that uh, we're going to be able to get enough people on that one. I am with the witch that when the weather is nice and Florida's got that folly kind of outdoor events are some of the coziest shit ever. And we're kind of uh, right now kicking around about maybe going to Matthew's Brewing. 
I like that idea. Yeah, that's that's outdoors, and they do their anniversary. uh, I think the first weekend in December. Perfect. Yeah, and they've got two stages, so we'd be able to do some live music out there. I think that place is awesome. We've done things there live before. Mm -hmm. It's it's really a great venue. What do you think about uh, Revolution Live? I've I don't know if I've ever been in there for a show. I know you went in there for a Toad show, Virginia. I love Revolution Live. It's right by my daughter's apartment. That is a great venue. Okay, we could totally make that work. Okay, well, yeah. If you guys have there's any suggestions, there's an upstairs too. There's like a balcony area. Then there's like a floor general admission area. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Okay, I would totally do that place. Uh, Joseph said, "Yeah, Black Box and Boca." That came up. Um, they have the black box in Boca off the turnpike. And then they also have kind of a new little theater. They've uh, opened up in Meisner park. So they've got something there. So yeah, we're, if you got any suggestions on a place that uh, is close to you, let us know. And uh, there's also a place in Port St. Lucie we're keeping an eye on. I like it. Mm-hmm. We go North, we go South. We're slutty. We'll go anywhere. Yeah, no okay. doubt. No oh, doubt. Yeah. So thank you again <laughs> for that. Okay, let's see here. We got uh, Cynthia. She said, uh, I got my VIP, thankfully. Finally a weekend without travel volleyball. I can attend a live event. I heard you putting in a mention for votes for games. I think Think Fast is so fun. Uh, And that'd even be greater after having a few cocktails. Oh, my gosh. Think Fast is a fun one. That's a good live one. It's fun, but the more cocktails, the slower I'm going to think. That could be good, yeah. Uh, we're trying, and I got to try to remember everything we did from the last one, but I think I've got a list of it. So we'll try to do pretty much all new material. Uh, I'm coming with my 27 year old daughter who shares my humor and respects my love of KBJ. Aww. All right. Very cool. All right. That's fun. That. Um, so, yeah. So that uh, will be fun. I know last time we did uh, Producer Denny's Knows When You're High uh, live. In fact, uh, I'd love to do a Producer Denny's Knows When You're High. If uh, we got somebody that is high right now and somebody that is not, we could uh, play a game here on the ATS, 877-979-WRMF, if you want to uh, jump into it. I did see uh, this week, they were kind of breaking down. They had economists looking at what recreational marijuana in the state of Florida would look like, how much money we talking about. And they placed a $1.7 billion value on an initial, an initial recreational marijuana market in Florida. They said we would have a customer base of about 1.4 million people that'd be partaking. Yeah. Pretty good chunk of money. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That yeah. also leads into more money with snacks and munchies. <laughs> right. It, it, it helps it everybody. Going, baby. <laughs> helps everybody. Yeah, they said that marijuana sales would generate between 195 to $431 million annually in local and state sales tax revenue. Wow. Sounds pretty big, right? Huge. Yeah. So I thought that was uh, kind of interesting. They said there's about 1.8 million Floridians who purchase marijuana illegally on the black market. And they think about half of them would switch to legal marijuana. Yeah, so of course. That's a, that's kind of interesting, though, that there would still be that big of a black market for weed. Yeah, there would be because you could possibly get even different deals. And some people, it's just more convenient for them. If if Ralph stops by every Friday with the weed and mm-hmm. you guys already have a situation worked out and you guys trust each other, that eliminates you going out, going to get it, doing all that. So there's there's always a little value in that. They said there's 826,560 Floridians with medical marijuana cards, and they estimate a third of them would give up their cards and just go to recreational. 
because they would save themselves $200 in annual fees. Okay. Keep in yes. mind, though, you do get some good you get some good deals when you get that card, though. They, they always have some good good deals for the... Is it like a, like a DD Perks? Yeah, the, the, there's, you just get some good... They always have some deals going on. And also, depending on the store, but mm-hmm. I know the one Denny's goes to, they always have something going that's awesome. They estimate that 2.4 million tourists to Florida would buy recreational marijuana every year. Yeah, I think people like weed. Yeah. How about that? So, I mean, man, you're starting to look at, uh, you start adding this up. That is a lot of money. It's a shit ton of money. Yeah, it is. And we're no mathletes here. <laughs> mm-hmm. To get going, it would cost $1.5 million for a startup if you wanted to do your own recreational marijuana business. And about $9 million annually to operate. Here he comes. He saw you send up the bat signal, the pot leaf in the air. That's insane. $9 million annually to operate your recreational marijuana business? That does seems, that mean or does that seem astronomically high? It really does. I think a lot of that's uh, the government taxes a lot of the marijuana. I know that they had nine million. But I mean, you also have to have employees. There's multiple departments. There's people that grow it. There's people that cut it. People that separate it. You got to go then to the dispensaries. There's people that sell it. There's, there's people that ma- transport it. A lot of mouths to smoke there, Kev. <laughs> there's a lot of joints to smoke. But yes. And the problem is, I think a lot of it can't. The the federal government won't support a lot of it, so they have to. It probably costs more just for them to keep money in the bank, for them to hire employees, to do background checks on everybody. Because you have to have no criminal record in order to work in the business. Well, that's why uh, it did stand out to me because they had the story about uh, the mysterious cocaine that nobody can figure out how it got into the White House. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. We know exactly how it got in there. And the little side note was twice what in the last year they found marijuana in there. And you can't have marijuana in the White House because it's federally illegal. And that's a federal premise. So even I think in D.C., I don't know if they have recreational there. They may, but it doesn't matter because it supersedes the state or local law on marijuana because it's a federal building. Boy, I bet there's been some turnt parties in the White House that we'll never know about. Oh, I know. Fucked up on goofballs. Oh, no doubt. I I imagine, you know, just how many people in there have brought in coke and all kinds of stuff. In fact, it really is surprising they even found cocaine. I think it was locker number 50, (laughs) and they can't find the keys to it or something like that. It was just just, the whole thing. It is. It's an episode of Veep. (laughs) It's the craziest thing. It's a joke. It really is. All right, so on that, if uh, you do want to play, Producer Denny's knows when you're high. Stoners and not, hit us up, 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763, and uh, we'll play here before the uh, end of the ATS. So we got some uh, people that want to jump on and do it. Gabrielle said, uh, I was listening to the show, and I 100% agree with uh, Jaybird ordering severed figures fingers on Amazon Prime Day. I host a huge Halloween party every year, and I buy most of my decorations on Amazon Prime Day every year. You can't beat the deals, um, and you do beat the rush of the fall girls. It's emails like that 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 tickle my heart. Uh, Thank you. Confirming your credibility. That email, it just makes it all worth it. Yeah, getting good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, what was it? I think uh, I saw the top item that they had purchased on Amazon Prime Day was something like cat treats. (laughs) <laughs> I can, you know, I really I like, took, what? I took it seriously. I went and saw, there was a lot of deals on there. Cat pervert. 
<laughs> yeah, right. More cat news. <laughs> a lot of cat talk today. So much cat. But there were there were, there were some good deals. Yeah. I mean, not on everything. You couldn't right. buy nine TVs, but you could uh, definitely get severed fingers. I bought a bunch of fake teeth. Okay. The stuff that people need. The valuable the shit. The valuable <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Marie said, thank you for reporting on the public's scales and how they're going to be phased out. I went uh, to my neighborhood Publix, and all of a sudden the scale is gone. I would have been really concerned if I didn't hear you guys talking about it. Yeah, where the shit am I to weigh myself now? Well, everybody has a scale at home, don't they? I don't. I do. Well, got weights and fish. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to get you a scale, Porky? I would, you know, that's one of those presents where I would love a scale because I would be so annoyed buying that as for myself. Like, yeah, I'm buying a fucking scale. This isn't eh. Unless it's a scale for pot. <laughs> I would be the worst pot dealer. <laughs> you would. Terrible pot dealer. <laughs> okay. Uh, this says Virginia is wrong. Oh, man, again. Palmetto bugs are not cockroaches. They do not live in colonies, and they are not part of the roach family. They are large, and they can fly. The common cockroach that is mistaken as a palmetto is called the American roach. They do live in colonies and will live behind uh, the insides of couches and walls in colonies. Well, to that, I would just tell you, go on Wikipedia where it says, there is no difference between a palmetto bug and a cockroach. Damn, double downing. Go Google it, bitch. You know that's some bitch. Okay. You say that's uh, the Wikipedia. I'm huh? reading it right now. Google <laughs> palmetto bug, and it says, is a palmetto bug the same thing as a cockroach? There is no difference between a palmetto bug and a cockroach. What? Mm. Why, why do you think she's a bitch? Because she's a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Palme- or pestworld.org also says the same thing. Okay, maybe they're just trying to... It's uh, simply a regional term used to refer to specific types of cockroaches. There are over 4,000 living species of cockroaches identified in the world, with 70 species found in the U.S. 70! Maybe they emailed in just to bug you. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> Don't let the cockroaches win. Okay, if you let the cockroaches divide us, then the cockroaches win. Uh-oh, she's starting to talk madness, Kevin. I know, right? You're like, what? What's going on? <laughs> I think she's talking about life. I don't think she's, I don't think she's talking about real cockroaches anymore, dog. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, kind of a quick note. Somebody texted in and said, hey, just to let you know, the general mission is not sold out yet. I just got them. I had to keep hitting refresh on Eventbrite, and bam, it uh, sold them to me. Huh. I think maybe the VIP was sold out, and maybe if you were trying to click on the VIP, that wasn't working. No, I, we people have sent screenshots and saying it's been sold out after, like, two, 1002. Huh. We have a glitch. Imagine that. Okay, so maybe keep <laughs> trying. There might be some hope. I'm sure it's us. It's definitely it's us. It's definitely us. If I was a betting man, and it's I me. am. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, Liliana sent a text. She said, I heard your show last night. I was at a workshop for teachers and you were talking about the deep cut from your favorite artist. Oh. Mine is Empty Gardener from Elton John. Awesome song. Empty Garden by Elton John, and it's about John Lennon. Oh, it's really? a great okay. fucking song. I love that song. It was a mild hit, though. Look at you, pop-up video. And I love it. He popped right your ass right up and said, boy, actually, boy, boy, it's this. Empty Garden. No, it's a great song. It, 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 he even kind of wrote it. They, it sounds like a Beatles song. Oh, it's got like wow. the haunting, uh, the haunting, the, the Lennon piano. It's, yeah. it's very cool. Okay. I, I think you guys would probably not like it. It's a little <laughs> sad. Oh, oh, I got you. Okay. Well, it's not about, on a Friday. It's about Lennon getting killed. Yeah, it's not happy. You no. can't uh, put a little pep in that one? <laughs> it just, it's, I, I think it's more of a reflective, you were, you know, the, 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 the fact that one insect damaged so much grain that the one person killed John Lennon and so much damage happened after, so much Damn. heartache. It's okay, true. Yeah. One bullet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like my uh, songs about gun violence to be uh, peppy, kind of like Pumped Up Kicks. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I yeah. hear you. Yeah. It's a fun little, you can tap your toe to that one. Uh, we got that Joe sent an email. He said, um, yeah, the one I would say, an artist deep cut, Fall Out Boy's The Carpal Tunnel of Love. Hands down, their best song. Bet you would uh, love to check it out. They, love the music video. They interviewed Billy Joel, asked him, what, what do you think of the Fall Out Boy doing We Didn't Start the Fire? Billy, all class. A good, I wish him luck. You could tell he didn't like it, but I wish him luck. <laughs> yeah. It got panned by a lot of people. They did the reason why I think too, They didn't do it like he did. They it. didn't do it the right way. They didn't do it in chronological order and that's mm. what Billy did and that's what mm. made it kind of cool. Yeah. They didn't put the effort that Billy put into it. It looks like they half-assed it and just tried to rhyme stuff. Cuz it's it, the concept is it's covers 40 years, right? Billy yeah. Joel's covered 40 years and so it's been 40 years since that song. And the cool thing about, you know, when you would buy the album or the the cassette or whatever, when you would look at the the words uh-huh. and they they put the lyrics in there that have the year for each verse of so 49 oh, yeah. to 59 and then it, that, and that's how you you know learn so they kind of broke the concept of what it was they did I and probably that, because it was a little lazy because it rhymed easier to just mash you know another 40 years together right yeah i mean uh-huh. it, it's 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 more baller the way billy did it kind of is yeah, yeah it is yeah it definitely is. Is. It is yeah how do you think it sounded the sound of it if they would have gotten the lyrics right would it have Past the sniff test. The sound wasn't terrible. Yeah, I, okay. I the sound was terrible. Okay. 
I just love Billy's version. I just think if you're going to redo something, you better do it better. Well, people have always talked about updating that thing, and it would have been cool if it would have gone off smashingly. They should have called Billy and had him collab on it, and he might have stirred them in the right direction. The other thing, too, people were saying some of the lyrics and some of the people they put in there and some of the examples they used was whack. It kind of... Okay, there was a stretch. It got political? I'm sure it did, but it just it was almost kind of cringy. It doesn't or yeah. it's stupid. Like Billy uh-huh. was come with, with historic shit stuff that really belonged. His flowed. It was legit. Really his good. Flowed and his, and he had you know there was a real history there. Some of some of the examples are like, why would you put that or them in that song? Didn't it have Tiger King or something like that. I think it did. Yeah. Okay. That, that <laughs> angered some people. Like in another thirty years or twenty years from now, you'd listen to that song and. I mean, is Tiger King going to be something anybody's really talking about in 20 years? I don't think they're talking about now. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's a good point. And maybe because Tiger King would, people will talk about it because you guys reminded me that hit hard in the pandemic, right? Yeah. Yeah. For me, Tiger King, I discovered that at the beginning of the pandemic and it really got off of mind on COVID. But that was the release of it for everybody, right? In COVID. During COVID, everyone yeah, because got- they weren't making anything to watch, and so to have anything, we were so hard up for entertainment. We were home, and there was nothing new being put out. It's just rough, honestly. That's why I'm kind of depressed about this strike going on. I know, I, yeah. I forgot what that was like, and it's so cozy having great shows to watch, and especially if you've got a great show that you're in between seasons on. And you're excited about it. I hope they resolve this fast, but I don't think they are. I think it's going to be a very long strike, and I think we're going to have to go through a very dark six months, year, or longer of just crap with nothing to watch. I will counter this with, with a half-full perspective, saying I, I understand what you're saying, but now that it will be a good time to go back and watch some shit that you haven't had time to go watch now, because there's a lot of stuff you're right. from the last five years yeah, that's I haven't what we're been able to doing. watch, yep. and I'll, I'll be pumped to do that. And yeah. good news, Vanderpump Rules is currently filming their reality. It's not getting shut down. Man, couldn't we just flip it? Wouldn't it be great if they shut down all reality shows, <laughs> but all the scripted ones were still going? Kevin, I'm trying to have a serious conversation with you. Yeah. This witch over here is... I'm not being a witch. I'm being a dick. <laughs> Get it right. That's right. You're right. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> there is a uh, musical artist who's been hanging in Miami a lot. And uh, you want to talk about a Miami relationship, Shakira. Oh, yes. You know, it's just Jaybird's flavor. Yeah, she's been in Miami a lot. I, I, there's been a lot of Shakira sightings since uh, her and her hubby split up. Because they're, what, in uh, Spain, I think it was? I think she was in Barcelona. Yeah, I think she was. And so I think she doesn't want to be there, probably just because of memories and whatever else. I don't blame her. And so she's been in Miami a lot. And now there are rumors that she's dating Jimmy Butler from the Miami Heat. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> What? She would kill Jimmy. Good Lord. Jimmy would have a heart attack. Has there ever been a more mismatched couple? Shakira and Jimmy Buffett. He had a little health thing going on. Don't kill Jimmy Buffett, Shakira. That would kill Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. She might kill you. (laughs) Yeah, they were seeing uh, dinner together in London. Oh. And uh, have some sushi and a couple cocktails together. What happened to the Formula One guy? She was just dating, like, one of the big drivers from Formula right. One. Yeah. And that guy was, like, major buku money and, and everything. I, I'm just curious, catting around a bit right now. Those rumors, too. She was 
chatting around with old Maverick, but I think I think Tom he Cruise put is, that out there. I think his energy freaks. No, I, I think what it was was I think that his people put that out because they tried to normalize him by get him in a relationship that seems normal. Yeah, and they she want nothing to do I mean, with look him. At, look at Tom Cruise's whole dating and marriage life. It's all weird. It's the only person who ever had a, a more weird dating and marriage life was Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that awkward kiss Michael Jackson had with uh, Lisa Marie? Yes. Was, was it Lisa Marie or what's her name? Yeah, yeah it was Lisa, Lisa Marie. Okay, was Lisa yeah, Marie? Lisa yeah. Marie is the daughter. Tom Cruise is kind of the same way. Well, I mean, he gets it, with a girl and they feel it, you, the, you look in their eyes and it just says, "I'm held captive." Well, I, I know everyone remembers him jumping on the the couch and all that. Yeah. But if you want to go watch something crazy, because there's 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 so many layers to that interview. It's a good watch. He's out of his fucking mind. It was yeah. on Oprah. Oprah, yeah, him jumping on the couch. Then they're they're cutting backstage to Katie Holmes looking very captive. Right, <laughs> yeah. Katie, blink twice if you can't get away. It was it was some great TV. Yeah, and she's like, what have I gotten myself into? You get to see it in her eyes. Sometimes it's better if you don't meet your idols, because she was the one that she was like, oh my gosh, I used to think Tom Cruise was so hot, and now I'm dating him. And then she was like, oh shit, he is nuts. And then Oprah's like, so I've never seen you like this, Tom. She's like, Oprah, I'm in love. I'm in love. Like, oh, Tom, tone it down. Whoa. He Stop kept, trying to sell us he, on it. He kept jumping up on that fucking... He does it so many times. We're not buying it. Oh, man. It's just weird, right? It is weird. For a great actor, that was a bad acting job. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, some other uh, interesting things. You talk about uh, some weird omens. Uh, Robert De Niro. Tiffany Chen, the one who had his baby earlier this year. Yeah. If it wasn't tough enough that she had to be ravished by a man that is like three times her age, mm. she developed Bell's palsy right after giving birth to his baby earlier this year. That's rough. That is rough. That's, that is terrible. My mother-in-law had that. That's where it's almost like a, a stroke. Yeah. Kinda it like can a, go away, though. Some, yeah. some people get their, their face back. Didn't Bieber have something like that? Yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah, he had a, the facial thing. Everybody's trying to say it was the shot. They got the oh vaccine. Yeah. Bieber's gone. It's turned political. Yeah, any anytime anybody has any kind of ailment, <laughs> like, has to be the shot. Oh, when Suits is out a couple days, like oh, Suits got the vaccination. Yeah, yeah, it's what it was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, Robert De Niro been through a lot. I mean, he had the birth, and then his uh, grandson died. They arrested what they call the Percocet Princess for providing him with the drugs. If only she would have given him Percocet, he'd probably still be here. Was it fentanyl? She gave him fentanyl. Did she even know there was fentanyl in there? She probably did. Yeah, I don't know. If you don't know, they've legalized the fentanyl test strips here in Florida now, so you can go into a store and buy those. You can buy them on Amazon. You can have them shipped right to your house. What does that mean? Is it so you You, test your drugs Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and that's that's the reason why there's a bit of a hang-up. People are going, no, people are going to just do drugs and do drugs. I tell you, I'm not going to go out and do drugs just so I can use fentanyl test strips. (laughs) That's that's not making you want to do meth? No, I'm not like going, sweet, man. (laughs) Come on, queen. Tons of blow this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that was the odd hang up they had with it. In fact, l- let's get some meth and let's all do it right before the yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that was holding me back. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. Meth cast. Could you imagine that podcast? Oh, boy. No, the last one was a disaster and there was no meth involved. I couldn't even imagine. People would die. I think there would be death. And there would be. There would full out be death. One of us, probably. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just people that are going to do it anyway, at least now. Hopefully not as many people are going to die. So that seems That's like what it thing. is. I mean, people are thinking they're doing one drug, yeah. and it's not what they think it is, and then they're dying. Yeah. Right, exactly. Is it just, is there a specific type of drug? I think it's pills okay. and cocaine. That's the big mostly. yeah. That's what, mostly what they heroin, put it in. Yeah. Oh, they put it in heroin too? I think so. I um, think any of those kind of things, the heroin, the meth, the cocaine, it's it's basically a loose kind of like powder. And even in the pills too, you could have it in a pill. So really about anything you take, it, you could think you're taking Molly, you could think whatever, and you might get fentanyl. So just anything out there. Um, we were talking about uh, earlier today that uh, Florida is the most expensive state in America for car insurance. Miami is the most expensive housing market. And we we're also kind of talking about the benefits of living abroad, possibly. At least one of the benefits of living somewhere other than the U.S. is the health care. And Shoshana said, I have health insurance and I am still getting huge hospital bills. Am I doing something wrong I recently went to my first physical since I moved to the USA four years ago, and I've gone to the gyno here before, and it always surprised me when I get bills afterwards, but nothing too crazy. This time, I'm getting bills up to $1,000 for my doctor's appointment where I got blood, urinary, vag, and fecal labs. Mm. I checked to see if maybe my insurance wasn't covering it, and I realized the bill is a total of three grand plus. Yeah, that happened to me, too. I'll say the doctor was very thorough, but nothing to my previous medical experience. Extraordinary. Nothing like hormones or vitamins checks. No x-rays, diabetes exams or so. I'm 34 years old and fairly healthy. I'm just kind of shocked and scarred because, first, this is something you're supposed to get done every year. And second, it makes me think, what would it cost if, God forbid, an emergency happens or I get pregnant? So any advice from your very active medical community listeners, we're under my husband's employer insurance, which is a very respected and known insurance company. Why is medical attention so expensive here in the U.S.? What do you got to say, Pap Smear Patty? Mine's been going up, too. I've noticed the same thing every year. It's more and more expensive, the out-of-pocket portion of even stuff that's covered by insurance. They only say they cover 80% or 50% or whatever it is. But what they charge is going up. I look at it. So I know. I know what it used to cost me every year to get a mammogram. And it's going up. Yeah. How much per... Do I have consent to ask a question? Well, How much per titty? (laughs) Can you do just one? (laughs) You yeah. shouldn't. What if you're just having left tip problems? Well, if you're, if you're really tight for money, you're like, hey, I can only afford to do one of these things. You just take a gamble. Yeah, my left tip's <laughs> a little achy. Can I just get the left? It's not recommended. I mean, if you're there, you might as well do both titties. Okay. But when I go, I have to do mammogram, ultrasound, and then I did a transvaginal ultrasound. And that's like pap smear shit? They want what used to be like 200 bucks out of pocket is now 500 bucks out of pocket. So the bottom is more expensive than the top, is what you're telling me. It's all expensive. But would you say the bottom? Probably, yeah. yeah. Isn't that always the way? The innards as opposed to the outards? Yeah. So when you go lower, the rate's higher? (laughs) That's pretty much. That's what it sounded like to me. I'm learning a lot, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) I just feel like every time I get a bill, it's higher than it was the year before. And I do this stuff every year. Everything's like that, though, now. Not just a lot, not just the upstairs and the downstairs of your innards and outers, but I feel like every 
And I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about just basic service. I'm yeah. Ta- and I'm not medical. talking about like, I'm not talking about like a 4% increase, no. which is like normal. But I, I'm talking about like, holy fuck, what's going on kind of money. Double the cost. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> it's like, what? It's, it's getting to the point that it really is getting insane and they're going to have to start stepping in because I've heard other nightmare stories of people that are getting bills. If anything goes sideways in your life medically, you're kind of effed. You are. And it, that's terrible. Nurse Schmidt said, you know, my advice, the only way you can change this is to protest in the streets like they've done in France to get change or boycott and everybody sell their insurance and go without. The only way we can force change. And I think it's a discussion that people need to start having to say, hey, this is this is getting out of control. When you're talking about the cost of everything else, car insurance, rent, you just there's no way. Those two a things very, alone is going to break a per car insurance right. and then your rent knocks out three fourths of your fucking sa- just your, your, normal people just can't live anymore. And you've, you've got to roll the dice and say, OK, something's got to go. I need food and rent, car insurance and medical insurance. All right. Can't afford to do it. So let's just hope something bad doesn't happen. Something's got to give, Virginia. And, and if you're healthy, you're really lucky. But when you do, or if you do get sick, it is going to kick you in the dick or vagina. Yeah. Hard. What do you do? Well, what do you do? And it's going to really make you just... You're dealing with medical and financial, and it, it, it can break a person. Well, of course. Sure. Yeah, I mean, right now, paying for the insurance is breaking people. That's what the problem is. Yeah. You, you are right, though. When you are healthy, a lot a lot of us take it for granted. We I mean, the, do. The hell, I mean, if you don't have your health, you ain't got shit. Don't matter how many boats or how many mansions or whatever, the uh, without your health, it, nothing matters. You can have so many struggles in your life, but you just remember each day, if you wake up and you're healthy, you are doing so much better than other people. You have a gift, and your health is... The one thing that if, if it gets rocked, everything else is going to suck. I know you always hear that. And, and people kind of think it's cliche. But counting the things that are good in your life is a good thing to do. It is. Gratitude. Count them as you go to sleep. I Instead of counting hard. sheep, count all the things that you're grateful for when you're going to sleep. It's a good place for you to set your brain. And I understand if you had a shitty day, you don't want to do that. I get that. It just, I think it does help, though. It really does. What mm-hmm. the fuck do I know? Not much. I've heard you talk. <laughs> yes, I mean, what a dick. And <laughs> speaking of uh, France and the croissant. Oh, we love it. We love it toasted slightly. Katie said it's my birthday, July 14th, and it is also uh, France's Bastille Day, oh. which is similar to America's 4th of July. And funny enough, I lived there for a year, and voila, became a French mayor. Viva la France! Uh, how about that? I guess she moved there and became a mayor. What? That's crazy. Wow, a French mayor. An American moves to France and becomes the mayor in less than a year? If I'm understanding her email correctly. <laughs> in a year? What that feels wrong? Wrong. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. I uh, Maybe I'm missing something or not understanding how this is written, but... Okay. All right. How do you say wrong in French? I don't know. Okay. I thought I, I thought you uh, knew a little French. Uh, no, little. my mom taught it. And, yeah. None of that rubbed off? No, not really. I uh, go How, figure it out. How's your Spanish going? It's it's good. It's good. Uh, I still work on it every day. I mean, it's you know, to get really uh, so you're fluent, I just really got to drop in and. Because it's just, 
I'm at the point now where I probably sound like you ever hear people that try to speak English and they're just saying words kind of wrong. It's the wrong tense. Yeah. Even if my tenses are really off. You've had a learning threshold and now you have to jump a level again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm stuck at that. And the thing that is going on with it is it's kind of fucking up my English. <laughs> so the, now you're not good at Spanish and you're not getting and, and good at English. My English is getting worse because <laughs> the weird thing, I had a brain fart today because especially with countries and things like that, I called uh, Argentina, Argentinia. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, they're, it, it's starting to some of the Spanish words are, I'm saying them now wrong. And I'm, don't I, worry, I don't know no, how bilingual people do it. Don't worry. Nobody called you out about that. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm sure. They, they, they did. Yeah. I, I said, I'm like, wait, I'm like, why can I not think of Argentina? It's like, it was just weird. Um, Samita said wrong is error in French. Error. Oh. Error. Or faux. Mm-hmm. Do, the, do the error. Error. Oh, man. Or Gosh. vous trompez. Vous, vous trompez. trompez. You both got a good Yeah, you're f- wrong. Vous trompez. Vous trompez. I, I hate to say it. You I, have to say it with like a sassy attitude, too. I, I love her French. <laughs> I can't tell if it's awesome or, or shitty. Yes. It's so. I know. It's unique, though. Yeah. It's shite. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm impressed with both of what you guys are doing. Shite. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it does look, I mean, there are some things about going overseas that there are parts of it that do look attractive that I was like, I don't know. Maybe one of these days. I wonder what that would cost to do a KVJ abroad. It'd be a lot. Yeah, it'd be a lot. Especially right now, everything is so damned expensive. I, that's a, fi- a minimum fifteen thousand dollar, and that's low probably. Getting everyone there, flight, hotel, food, minimum fifteen. Minimum probably, yeah. yeah, ten to fifteen. That'd be five of us going over there. But yeah. I'll tell you what, though, we'd have some laughs. I would love it. Yeah, it looks amazing. Caitlin sent that photo yesterday. She was in a place called Corsica. Dang. And I was like, look at that. Isn't that just beautiful? You're watching KBJ TV. That just looks stunning. Looks ancient. There's, it looks yeah. like there's stories. Yeah, it just Maybe looks like the climate's folklore. amazing. Well, and I had seen that they were talking about the heat over there. I said, what's the temperature? Like, she said, oh, it's still in the 80s. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's uh, not too bad. Maybe one of these days, y'all. When you went to Jerusalem, was it every day and pretty much every morning and afternoon, was there activities on just nonstop? Oh, yeah. yeah, when I was there, I was with, I was part of a tour, so we had places that we went every day. So it was it was nonstop. We what went. Did, what, would you say you averaged about three big things you'd see a day? Yeah, probably two to three is what you did. It depends. You know, some of them you had to drive to in different places, but you know, we were staying downtown in Jerusalem, and so one day. We blew off what the whole group did, and I did my own little impromptu tour group and dragged a couple stragglers around. Rogue, I like yeah, it. Yeah, did a little rogue thing because there were some things we had we had, had an issue. There was uh, we couldn't get through on a road, and so they had canceled some of these things, and it threw the whole tour off. And we weren't going to do some things that I thought were pretty awesome. And I'm like, eh, I'm going to show you guys really what Jerusalem's all about. We. Went, Okay. People were bitching because they're going, stop, I was going so fast. And What would Kevin do? Yeah, i go rogue, baby. I like it. So you had more rogue. fun doing that than the tour. Yeah. And you saw what you wanted to see. Yeah. Like I said, it was some pretty important sights that day. If so. I get some drinks without judgment as well, a little bit more. That was it because we were on a church group, so we had to keep sneaking away. Oh, one day, man, we went out. Oh, we tore it up. <laughs> oh, it was great. That's got to be tough trying to get your get turned at a church group. Well, and not only that, but it was Shabbat, which is their Sabbath. So, like, everything was closed. So you had to find even an open bar. 
uh, was was tough. So we had to go where all the renegade Jews were. So we were. And you, you found it. Yeah, we were hanging with the rebel Hebrews, man. It was I awesome. love it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I bet. It sounds like a band, the rebel, the Hebrews. rebel Hebrews. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It was a good time. It was a good time. All right. Well, hopefully you go out and uh, tear it up a bit yourself this weekend and get all ready for uh, next week. Got a big one on Saturday there. Keep uh, checking. Some people think that they're getting some tickets here and there. So maybe they're still for sale to join us at the Palm Beach Kennel Club next Saturday at 7 o'clock for a KBJ Live. Refresh it. Yeah. Try it out. KBJShow.com. Y'all have a good weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Goodbye.